Welcome back to the club, hotties. My name is Alex. I'm your host at Hot Girl Healer, and I am living my best life today. I hope everyone else is. I don't know. There's a different energy to November, and honestly, it makes sense. I love me a good Scorpio, and I'm obsessed with a good Sagittarius. Some of the most important people in my life are both Scorpios and Sages, and so maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know, but this this month just feels different. This month feels like after so many months of just doing so much of the work, I finally feel like I have, I'm myself again. Like I can take back all the things that I've been having to put on either the back burner or just like go back into and heal about myself or for myself or the boundaries that needed to be set so that I can like reclaim myself. I don't know, but the energy is just different. Maybe the astrology girlies can like weigh in and tell me why I don't feel like I'm going to jump off a local bridge now, but like I feel amazing. I feel so good. I'm questioning if I need to edit out that last piece. (laughs) If you're a dear friend of mine, you know that's like a common saying for me. Please no one actually worry about my mental health. That is literally me just being myself. Anywho, we're going to work differently today in this pod, in this episode, because while I love screaming into my microphone for an hour and a half, to two hours every week it's just a not sustainable and b the overwhelming feedback I get from everyone is that you know we're listening in the car on our way to work we're listening while we're getting ourselves ready for the day we're listening while we're doing our hot girl walks which we're going to talk more about and so two hours is just really good for the girlies who have actually two hours to sit and consciously listen which is not very many of us and myself included like The only two-hour podcasts I listen to are the ones that, like, I'm either deeply rooted in or that, like, have, like, different segments that I know I can, like, pause at and then come back to later. So I want to make these episodes slightly shorter, still impactful, still incredible, and so we're going to run today a little bit differently. I think what what I would love to do is rather than having these episodes be so curated towards a topic or towards a goal what I would like to do is honestly take these moments these breakthroughs these downloads the experiences in my life and give you all not only the insight about what's happening but also the different tools resources and experiences that I'm using that I'm doing so that I can navigate a life of not only fulfillment but just a mindful life a life that's centered around spirituality And yet, it's still so normal and still so like everyone else is. And I think that if we're really going to talk about this podcast being the center of integration plus living the life of your wildest desires plus being a woman going through the world, then I think I owe it to you all to be less specific in a topic and more vague and broad in a way of all the things and all the topics that we can cover. I think it makes it more real. I think it gives you all an opportunity to see what healing actually looks like for the girls that are going through it. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to have to find a different segment name. It's not going to be my mental health moments anymore, but it's just going to be, here's my life, here's what I'm doing about it, and welcome to the club. So first things first, we're going to start nice and late. If you are an East Coast girly, I feel for you. It is a tundra outside. I It is the Arctic. And what I mean by that is that it's 59 degrees right now. And that is unacceptable. I'm so cold all the time. And, like, I can already feel my mental health being 
feeling weird about it feeling weird feelings about it I'm not loving it now this weekend we did have a beautiful weekend where I spent a good majority of it outside and like everyone's gonna come for me because like we all love a good sweater we all love a good flannel that's good for you not me not my life I want to be half naked I want shorts I want cute tops I want to feel the sun glisten on my skin I I just want to feel like a burnt chicken nugget and we're really entering territory where I'm becoming a frozen nugget at the bottom of the freezer, just unloved, uneaten, and unwanted. And I'm not loving it. So don't get me wrong. I said a couple episodes ago, I'm trying my best to already find different things and different experiences that pull me outside. Like for example, on Saturday, my husband and I went to a winery, which is really, really lovely. And we got to sit outside by a fire. And I felt so incredible being just outdoors and connecting. Um, and for the next couple weeks, I have plans that kind of pull me outside of the home. But your girl is just not loving how cold it's getting so quickly. I really do crave warmth and sun and I'm excited to get back to a phase in my life I think it was just harder with my wedding but I'm excited to get back to a phase in my life where every two to three months I'm like seeing the sun again because it is way too cold out here in these streets but even in all the cold I had crazy big breakthroughs this week like I said at the beginning of this podcast I finally feel like I'm feeling like myself again I noticed last week I ended up in a swing of productivity for work where it was just nonstop. I was like cranking things out. I was getting things done. I was even like on the fly getting stuff done where I'd like come up with an idea or I'd have a download about something I want for my clients or something I wanted to do. And I would like quickly get that done and move on to the next thing. There's this energy right now in my life and I don't want to speak for everyone, but just like we get it done and we move on. It's it's like I'm no longer allowing the little things to get in the way I'm no longer letting myself not see the potential and not operate from that space which made me feel and it made me reflect back to a time in my business where that was actually everything that used to run on everything I did just felt so connected and so purposeful and so necessary and I was running at a million miles a minute and I loved it and I lost that for a little bit I think that And now all the other entrepreneurs I speak to feel similarly about certain parts of this year, but nonetheless, I just, I noticed myself last week and even into this week, like, I just have this burning desire to see it get done. I have this burning desire to, and it's not out of, we talked about masculine and feminine energy last week. It's not out of a a negative or an unhealed masculine where it's like, I gotta get this done because if I don't get it done, everything falls apart. Like, no, I actually feel just driven by potential I I, I want to see these things get done I'm so proud of the work I've been doing recently and I, I want to see the benefits of it for others and when you're operating from that space it just becomes so so easy to not only get work done but to call in all the beautiful things in my life that I know I want I feel like I can see so clearly exactly what I want rather than what I think I need and that's such a interesting place to be we fall into these phases of our life where we're doing things because we think we need to and we don't even realize that's what we're doing because in the time our ego is convincing ourselves that if we just have this thing it'll get better if we just get to this piece it'll get better if we just change this one thing everything's going to be okay again and I'm going to feel amazing but the truth is that's just what we're telling ourselves we need but that's not real interconnectedness that's not you getting grounded in your own experience you deep down know exactly what you need and sometimes we don't allow ourselves to see it because it's going to require work, it's going to require honesty, it's going to require truth and sometimes the truth can be a little bit ugly 
But when you go through it, the result of it all is is magnetism. I, I, I honestly think the way I would describe the way I've been feeling recently when it comes to the relationships in my life and my business especially, it just feels really magnetic. It doesn't mean it's perfect. It doesn't mean it's where I even want it to be. But it feels like I have so much possibility right now. And if you would have told me this at the beginning of the of September or in the middle of the summer, I would have looked at you and been like, I, no, I, I can't. I don't know how you get there. I, I, I could see like I could put the action together. I could give you the step by step breakdown. I can I can do so many things. But if there's one thing I can't do is like imagine what that feels like right now. And now sitting in this seat, you know, in November months later, I had to do a lot of work. I had to. And I don't mean work as in like chomping on my computer and like, you know, working 16 hour days. I mean, work on like on the inside. I had to accept a lot of things. I had to fall a couple times and I still haven't completely like healed from those falls. I still haven't completely like those falls are not yet like scars yet. They're still very much so wounds, which is why I'm, I can't go a little bit deeper just yet. I, I truly believe that we share from the scar, not the wound. We share from a place of being processed, not from a trauma dump. Um, and so I, I don't necessarily trust that I'm in a place yet to not be a little trauma dumpy, but we're getting there. And it's starting right now with this magnetism, feeling as though I have so much more control and so much more power over how I feel because I've gotten the right things in order and I've started to prioritize and align to the things I know I deserve and come back to the belief system of you know I I truly do believe some of the things that I currently want in my life are available to me it just takes time effort consistency to get there and that feels really good and so if you're with me yay so glad we can ride this chariot together and if you're not with me if you're like sitting there and you're like girl I wish I'm here to tell you you're gonna get there like it it comes in the time it needs to I wish I could give you a timeline I wish I could tell you to do this one thing but that's just not how this human experience worked I had such beautiful conversations this weekend with my friends and with my husband just about that exact thing you know We talked a lot about the human experience and about how unfair it can sometimes be and about how limitless yet how many limitations we face by just not being able to know. The need to know seems to be the thing that we all can get grounded in, that it can be the most paralyzing thing, is when you don't know and when you want to know, when you aren't aware of and yet you trust in the not knowing. Like, it's, there's, it's a... I don't even know how to describe it. it. It's such a interesting cycle to be on. And what I'll say about the cycle of that is that we wouldn't be experiencing life if we weren't constantly going back and forth saying, I don't need to know. I trust myself. I trust the universe. I trust everything. And while tandemly feeling frustrated and almost helpless sometimes, that you, you can't just have the playbook already. You can't just understand why this is happening to you. And I spoke a couple weeks ago about how it's not about the, the why, but rather the how. It's, you know, the human experience is going to give you things you have to experience and they're going to suck sometimes and they're going to be difficult and you're not, you're going to ask God, the universe, whoever that higher power is, like, why me? And we already discussed that, like, it's not about the why, it's really about the how. It's like, The why is because you're human and that you've come to this earth with lessons to learn, 
The how is really where we spend a lot of our time. How do you want to move through this? How do you want to heal? How do you want to understand this better so that you can have a better experience with this in the future um, or how you can navigate this so that you can heal from it. These are all the things that, you know, kind of we think about. But I think that what I learned this weekend in talking to some of my friends and just even in my line of work is that more often than not, what we will experience is the frustration of trusting the universe implicitly but then trusting yourself and if you're not trusting yourself trusting the work you're doing and not needing to see the results tangibly right now but trusting that everything you're doing right now is for the greater good of you and that what's made for you always comes for you it doesn't miss you and so if you're putting in the work if you are showing up if you're trusting yourself if you're trusting the universe even if it's really hard right now you are doing everything required in order for you to be in alignment with what you're what you want and it feels so I don't even know what to like how to call it it feels so not tangible because it's not physical we live in a world where like instant gratification is everything like we are constantly looking for the you know results right away think about it you order something off amazon you could have it to your doorstep the next day we live in a world where we get the results we desire immediately um when it comes to physical things but when it comes to the work when it comes to our lives when it comes to making shifts within ourselves so that we can build really successful and sustainable manifestations in our life that requires time and we fill that time in with work and sometimes that work requires us to trust implicitly without seeing the exact result. I guess I'm going on this whole long tangent just to remind you for a second that this journey is full of unknown. The human experience is the experience of not knowing and the more you can get comfortable and the more you can trust implicitly in that not knowing that's the more you'll, you're able to wield and call in the things you really want for this life. Because when you decide that you are going to unclench, and I, what I mean by unclench is like soften, surrender, give in to what's happening in your life and stay committed to the grand vision, stay committed to your sense of knowing, stay committed to what you know you deserve you'll get there. Even if that means you have to go through a couple hardships first, even if that means it has to get really funky first, it's okay. It gets funky so that it can get better. I promise. My next big breakthrough of the week. Sometimes the vision of what you want in your life can feel so big. And sometimes that's really, really good because you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is it. Like I can't believe that vision of what I want. I have so much control over. I'm making it happen and I'm manifesting it. Woohoo. Like Sometimes that feels amazing and then sometimes that just feels so daunting and that dichotomy of good and bad just has to exist and I noticed that I'm speaking today and that vision feels good. I had a good, I had an interesting day too. Like today was not easy by any means. I have done really hard big girl things. I would like to call today. Alex woke up. She put her big girl panties on and like handled her business And even so, the vision of the life I'm creating for myself, which I would love to have an episode where I just give you even insight into what that looks like, it feels so real, feels so tangible. And even while I might not have those playing pieces right now, I know they're coming. But 
when I wrote that note down, because I have notes that I like write for my podcast whenever I sit down, I was having a daunting day. I was having a day where the idea of getting out of wherever I'm at right now, just it feels impossible. It feels really hard and really difficult. And I think that we have to accept for ourselves that the work isn't like a linear experience of positivity. Like just because you meditate, you journal, you take care of yourself, you drink your lemon waters, you go on hot girl walks, you go to the gym, you move your body, you're honest, you take care of yourself. Like that doesn't mean that every single day is going to be the most incredible day mentally. Your mental health is something that we have to work at day in and day out. And some days you are just going to wake up and it's going to be hard. Some days are just going to feel more daunting than others. And I think that if you have your reg- your nervous system regulators, so we're talking like you have the things that you know bring you back into alignment, whether that's meditating, going on walks, calling your friends. Like if you know the list of things that are going to make you feel better, amazing, go do them. That's going to help tremendously. But that's not a cure-all. Your mental health isn't a switch. Your spiritual health isn't a switch that you get to turn on and off. And when it's off, all you have to do is X amount of things and it's turned on and everything's great again. Like, no. All of these tools and resources are to keep you sustainably aligned, but that doesn't mean that you're going to have days where are you feel like you're on top of a mountain and that's amazing, and then you're going to have days that you feel really, this is tough, this is hard, life is hard. Like, I, I used to work for a company that did not leave a lot of space for understanding that not every day can be incredible there was a lot of toxic positivity and I think that that mirrored into an industry of wellness and health can be something that's not spoken about enough I think that I follow these big name brands for that have businesses and health and wellness and they always want to talk about how to be better how to feel better how to do better how to stay better but they never want to talk about that some days just won't feel that way Some days are not going to feel your best. You're going to be tired. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to be sad, angry, frustrated, bitter. These are all very common, okay feelings. And it's not about you writing them off, but rather recognizing that tomorrow doesn't have to be that way. It's okay to feel your feelings and tomorrow will be better. So have your nervous system regulators on deck. And if you want me to talk about those in depth, like if you want to hear about all the different possibilities, let me know. I could also add that to a different podcast episode. But what I'm saying is if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, don't feel shame about it. Do the things that you know make you feel better. Eat a nutritious meal. Call the people in your life who make you feel revitalized meditate maybe, journal, go on a hot girl walk, go to the gym, maybe be extra quiet, put your phone on, do not disturb, and don't feel bad about it because tomorrow's going to be better, but today is today and you're allowed to be present in today's feelings. There might be something in today's feelings that gives you a lot of insight about what you might be neglecting in your life or what you're not prioritizing enough and if you can start to bring awareness to that, that's what's going to feel so much better in your life. It's good to have big vision. It's good to have big goals. It's good to have really big desires. I'm still on the fence and I'm speaking now very vulnerably. I used to say I think it's a really big red flag when people don't have like dreams or aspirations, when they can't tell you what they're working towards. And now because I've become such a specialist in human design and such an analyst, I recognize that like sometimes those people just haven't learned the language or the skills of how to call in vision. They're not actual visual people. Not everyone is visual and I've learned to accept that as a specialist in human design. 
And I think that if they are given the language or if they're given the space to really explain what they want or describe what's important to them and they still can't come to it, then yes, that's still a big red flag to me. So I'm not saying that like having big vision should make you feel as though you have to change your everyday habits so that it can be a little bit more digestible. But what I am saying is that if you wake up one day and that big vision just feels really daunting and feels very overwhelming, take a deep breath and tell yourself it's okay. It's going to be okay. Allow yourself to take a pause. Allow yourself to take a breather. Do your nervous system regulators and maybe you shift what you do that day, remembering that tomorrow you might wake up feeling bigger and better than ever. So my next piece of my just breakthroughs this week, my downloads, my things, i have been really hesitant to talk about this because I, again, like I always want to speak from a process place, but like also I'm also learning how to uncondition myself from thinking that things like this are taboo. But I've been on a journey recently with my own health as a woman, just understanding my cycles again, understanding my hormones, understanding just the different things that go on when it comes to being a woman hormonally. And I can't believe the amount of information I've consumed over the last 30 days and how not normalized it is to talk about these things. I don't even know. I want to go into such deep detail, but like I just feel like that's going to take this podcast on a whole different swing and this will be an hour long podcast, but I just don't think that it's normalized enough to talk about the different experiences that we go through as women as we try to have really successful and really intentional like health just overall health I can't believe that I've gotten a majority of even some of the things I'd like to know off of TikTok recently like to me that's insane I should not be going to TikTok to understand different things or different options like for example I was recently looking into just like different I don't even know what they would call them. Basically, I don't even know. I don't know what they're exactly called, but like different menstrual opportunities that you have for when you're on your period, right? So like I heard that tampons are just awful for you. There's a bunch of studies and research coming out now that like tampons, even the organic ones, they're really, really, really bad for you. And that they're the main cause, especially with women of color for PCOS. So me, Alex, trying to be a good human, then was like, so what do you do? So what are your other options? And so I'm doing all of this research and I feel like some of it was conflicting it, some of it was super helpful. And then I go into the comments of all these things and you see all these other women like, oh my God, help, I'm terrified. I, I also too want to be better, but what is better? I'm then bringing all these conversations to my close friends and the close women in my life and they're like yeah girlfriend like we're not using tampons anymore we've realized they're terrible for you so these are all our other things that we're using and there's a learning curve and these might work for you and these might not and it's like one of those taboo things that the all my friends that I then bring this up to they're like suffering silently because it's still considered taboo to talk about but like we're all struggling and going through the same thing so I'm here to say, if you're a specialist in women's health or if you know somebody, please let me know. I would love to interview them on this podcast. I would love to give them a space to like speak all the things into a microphone and help all the girlies out because if we're going to be healed hotties, that means not only healing our spiritual health, our energetic health, our mental health, but it also means our physical health. And a part of our physical health as women is our menstrual cycles from first getting your period to entering menopause because I know that there's a lot of women of different age ranges who listens to this podcast and 
I just want to at least put out there that if you're at if you're a girl out there wanting to understand your menstrual health better, you're wanting to understand your physical health better, and you're also frustrated with the lack of information there is out there for you, I see you, I hear you, and I'm doing my best too to try to get this information to everyone so that it can be better understood, it can be actually integrated into your life and I'm here you I hear you I'm with you and if you know somebody please refer them to me I want them on this podcast because I literally can't believe how I have to search high and low in all the nicks and crannies of this earth to understand my health as a woman better it is ridiculous I not okay zero out of ten experience and I guess it kind of coincides with my next topic because The next thing I wanted to talk about, my next breakthrough this week was just this idea that like changing your life is really hard because it requires discipline for you to do certain habits and carry out a lifestyle that is outside of your comfort zone. And I'm relating it back to the women's health portion of this because even in learning all those things or integrating all those things or changing my practices so that I can have better health as a woman, that is requiring me to step outside of my comfort zone and really change the way I do things. And when I change the way I do things, it requires me to change my lifestyle. That requires a lot of discipline. I woke up the other morning and was like, F it. Like, I'm just going to use tampons. It's fine. Like, I'm really not, I'm not here for this. Like, this is so much effort and so much work. And then I had to ask myself, is it worth PCOS? Like, is it worth putting myself in a position where I'm just, like, I'm I'm deteriorating my physical health? No, it's worth expanding and just and changing my lifestyle so I can be better. And so I offer that to you all here when you're talking about your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, when we're talking about bringing in new things into our life, the anatomy of habits that's going to have to be integrated into your life is really difficult because it requires discipline and motivation in your life. You have to be motivated to have the discipline to change your life. And I don't think that we keep enough space for that. We say we want something in our lives. We want to act differently. We want to lose weight. We want to call in love. We want more money. We want a different job, right? Like we want, we want, we want. We want all these things. And so the immediate thing for us to think is like, okay, so if I want that thing, I have to change stuff in my life to get there. That thought isn't the hard part. Like even piecing the action plan together is not the hard part. The real hard part is one, the discipline to do it every single day, even on the days you don't want to. The discipline to do it even when you're not seeing the results and it's not coming up right away matched with the motivation to do it in the first place. And I think what I've noticed for myself in the last couple months is that it's my problem was never with discipline. My problem was with motivation. My problem was is that I was disciplined enough to do it every day. Once I was up and doing it, I could stay within the parameters of all the different things that I wanted. The hardest part for me truly was the motivation. Motivating myself to see the potential. Motivating myself to actually start. Motivating myself to continue to believe. The motivation was the hardest part. When you decide you want something in your life, there is a ripple effect of things that have to happen and it all boils down to your ability to feel worthy and feel motivated and feel disciplined to do it. So I'm going to give you an example. Let's say you want to lose weight or you want to be more fit, right? That's the desire. That's the action. You're calling it out. That's what you want. So the next thing you have to do is decide, okay, like, What habits in my life do I have to change to get there? So I'm going to start going grocery shopping and meal prepping. 
Okay, great. I'm going to sign up for a gym membership. Okay, great. And I'm going to go this many days a week at this rate. Awesome. Love that for us. Now that you have everything set in place, now it's about the action. Now it's about actually physically doing it, the discipline to do it. So let's say you go grocery shopping, right? You, you go grocery shopping, you buy all the healthy foods, and you meal prep. Now it's the next day. You now have to have the motivation to not only get up and be a person who is actively being more fit, but you have to have the discipline to eat what's in your fridge that you just purchased and not just say, you know, if I order a salad from such and such place, that's technically healthy, so I'm technically doing it. Like, no, no, that's a little bit still escapism. Like, sure, order the salad. Sure, that might be better for you. But it's still you acting out of the habit of what you have at home isn't going to be healthy or nurturing for you or nourishing for you, right? Like that's still not actively participating in the actions and in the anatomy of habits required for you to be the best version of yourself. What you're saying right now, the best version of yourself is the more fit, more active you. And I'm saying all of this to say, I see you if you are really struggling with actually living the life that you deeply desire because you are having a really hard time staying committed to the discipline and staying committed to the motivation it takes to get there. What I will say as somebody who has made this their life like mission of whenever I see something, I'm going to do everything in my power to get there. I'm unshakable about making sure it happens is that it's a process, but if you can sit with yourself and really look at the process and look at where there's the lack of motivation, look where the discipline is getting mixed, look where you're you're not feeling your best, you are going to be able to change your life. And it's not going to be overnight, but one day you're going to turn around and be like, holy shit, I did it. I changed my life. I showed up to it. It happened. Which I think this is actually a really perfect segue into my next big breakthrough this week. So this might sound really niche in the beginning, but like, bear with me. So last week, I had noticed that just my business is entirely different when I had first started it. And as we all know, I own an online business. So all of my marketing, all of my, my entire business is built online. And so with that being said, everyone who I follow slash follows me, that's my, that's a community member. That's a potential person that I'm going to work with that's someone who feels seen or should feel seen by what I'm posting and so over the last couple years I've really had to clear through like the friends from high school or or not even friends but rather the people from like my very very early on Instagram years some of the people I met during my dance career phase like and really just hone in and make sure that the demographic that's following me and who I'm following are real community members And in that process, I realized recently that I haven't done it in a really long time. And with an upgrade to my business comes an upgrade to the threshold of energy I want as a part of this community. So long story short, I go and see, like, who am I following? Like, who are my community members? Who's in, who's here? I was shocked at how many people I was personally following that no longer own businesses. That I used to have long expansive drawn out conversations with at with at length about our industry about spirituality about mindfulness that from 2020 to 2022 even I was still talking to and we were talking about the effects of our businesses and how these were this is what we were going to do forever you know maybe forever is a really dramatic word but just this is what we were doing and to see how many people fell off was insane and we can talk about the logistics of that but I don't really want to get into that right now What I really want to get into is 
when you are working towards your dreams and you're taking risks and you are saying yes to everything, not everyone can remain committed to that energy all the time. We work so hard as humans to follow our desires and sometimes it really feels like we're we're going, we're going, we're going, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing. And like all of that work is not sustainable. And I'm sure if I was to go through each and every person's reasoning as to why they stopped, like why did they stop doing this work? Why did they step away from their business? I'm sure each and every one of them might have their own reasons. And I respect that. But I do think that there's a really large, how do I even say this? Like there's a really big gap here that we have to take notice that like when you decide to go all in on your dreams, whatever it may be, that's really difficult. And not everyone has the courage to do it. Not everyone has the resilience to stick with it. Not everyone has the capacity to sit in that bigness, to sit in what they know they deserve. And I know we're talking about dreams or I'm talking about dreams and desires, but I'm, I want to even make this, like bring this down to the relationships in your life. Bring this down to the people that you surround yourself with. Bring this down to your family members, your friends. Like not everyone all the time is willing to do the work to be the best version of themselves and the fact that you do it all the time and you do it because you care and you do it because you want to live a really expansive life sit back and validate for yourself that you are putting in the work and that it'll always be worth it it's no shade to the people who've decided to not continue with their online businesses that is not where I'm going with this but it is to say that there was a certain amount of resilience there was a certain amount of drive a certain amount of vibrancy that they were no longer feeling up to the taking for anymore it was no longer worth it for them and I think that's the thing when we take big risk and when we take big leaps in our life it requires us to to remain consistent in our ability to show up to the really really hard stuff all the time we have to stay committed to the hard we have to stay committed to stepping out of our comfort zone because the moment you stay stuck in your comfort zone is the moment you stop growing. The moment you stop growing is the moment you stop receiving and you stop working in vibrancy with the universe, with a higher power, with what you really deserve. So take a step back for a second. Acknowledge the fact that while everyone would typically quit, you kept going. Like put your big girl panties on and it's time to keep it moving. I just, I wanted to call that out because I know that sometimes I I see how hard I'm working and I'm like, damn, like I'm really putting my all into this. And what if it's not worth it? Or like, what if it doesn't turn out? Like, no, the work that you're putting into this is that work is not done in vain. And I say this to myself every night and I'm going to say to you is I pray for you because I know it's hard out here, but I also know you're so close. And the moment you feel like everything has somehow fallen apart or it feels like there's nothing left or you're on e that's the moment things are about to change for you because it means you've transmitted it means that you've worked through all the tough all the difficult all the moments so that you could see the other side of it and so keep going I'm really proud of you and just know that if everyone could do it they would and they're not they quit so you got to keep moving like the fact that you're here the fact that you're practicing this resiliency like yes keep it moving The last breakthrough I had is something more so that I'm working on, that I'm sitting with, that I'm present with. And it's something that I say to my clients a lot. And it's actually one of the foundations of like when I had started not only my business, but my yoga journey. 
something that was said to me always is like you have to be the energy you desire right like you have to be in alignment with whatever energy you want to call in so energy likes energy right like like attracts like so if you are debbie downer if everything's negative nothing's working then you're going to attract those situations but then again if every if you are positive if you are looking at the potential and everything if you are seeing the optimism the love the support and everything then that's the energy you'll attract and one of the things that I really, really, really got clear on is that everything in life is a mirror. Everything in life is a mirror. The situations the situations that you are in are completely indicative and directly reflect what you are omitting out into the world. It's not that that's the way aura works. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to say that. But I am trying to say that, like, your energy, it has, like, residue to it. Think of it that way. It's like... Whatever you put out is going to stick to its exact match. So if you're going to be a negative Nancy and you're going to think of everything and you're that that goes wrong and you're going to think that when it rains, it pours and baby girl, it is flooding here. Then like, yeah, you're just going to attract more of the flood. And don't get me wrong. Like we can sit here and then adver- like the adverse of that and say like, yeah, like everything's flower and rainbows and everything's perfect and you believe perfect. Like that doesn't necessarily mean you attract perfect. You have to deeply believe in the optimism you have to deeply believe in the beauty you have to deeply believe in the gratitude that you have for your life and that's what attracts those same opportunities and I bring this up because as I was going through my little funk or my little rut for the last couple weeks prior to you know now where I feel really good I started to really blame myself like damn like am I calling in this energy like am I is this a reflection of how I feel is this a reflection of how I'm moving? Like, am I moving in a way that that I deserve to, to deal with this? And ultimately, the answer was no. We have to separate being the energy we desire with other people's projections as well as the fact that sometimes life life's on us and we are meant to learn lessons the moment our subconscious is ready to approach those lessons. You came to this life with a subset of lessons that you were required to learn in order for you to continue to liberate your soul and live in your desires. And so just because you are experiencing a lesson is not indicative or does not parallel to the fact that you're omitting an energy that deserves that. That is a different experience entirely. When you can say that energy attracts energy is if you are putting out negative energy into the world and and consciously doing that and so you're receiving that same in return or like if you think about manifesting like I firmly believe this is how manifestation works manifestation to me is just you being able to really sit in the law of attraction you sit you get incredibly clear of what you desire you ask the universe or God or whoever you believe in directly this is what I want and then after that you start moving in your life in the belief system that that it's all already yours so let's say you wanted to manifest um oh my god a puppy I don't know why a puppy comes to mind but a puppy you wanted to manifest that this gorgeous puppy comes to you so you sit in the vision of it maybe that looks like meditating maybe that looks like journaling maybe that looks like just like closing your eyes and envisioning yourself loving on this puppy feeling what it feels like to have this puppy be yours right 
Then you go out into the world and you start noticing the little pieces of your life where this puppy has the opportunity to come through. Maybe you take an extra stroll down the aisle in Target with all the little toys and you imagine what toys you would buy for him or her. Or you think about how you would, what collars you would want. Maybe you start consuming content online. That's how do you take care of a puppy? How do you um, train a dog? How do you hold space to actually have that animal in your home? Then you start literally communicating with others in your life. Like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the market for a new puppy. I'm really excited. I really want this type of dog that has this type of temperament with this type of behavioral system. And that's what brings you into alignment with what you want. So for me, I got into a, a situation where I started shaming myself that these bad things, not bad things, but these lessons were coming up in my life. These people were taking advantage of maybe my energy or really crossing boundaries with me. And I started really to blame myself when in reality, that wasn't myself to blame. That was the universe showing me who people really were, what lessons I really needed to learn so that I can continue to attract at the highest level, so that I can continue to prioritize things the way I needed to prioritize them. And that is how you become an energetic match for what you know you deserve. You stay in the vibrancy of bringing yourself into alignment with it rather than playing into all the things that go wrong or all the things that don't work or blaming yourself for not being there in the first place. So I was able to pull together some misconceptions around the law of attraction and I just want to share them here. If they resonate, amazing, run with it. If they don't, just sit with them. We'll see. The first one is that the law of attraction is somehow easier, effortless. So if you think about it, I just broke down the way I use the law of attraction in my life. And it probably sounds really, really simple in its theory, really simple in the way you use it. But truly applying the law of attraction actually requires discipline and consistency. Now I want to tie this back to what I was just telling you, just the breakthrough prior to this. Remember when I said the hardest part about living the life of your wildest desires is it requires you to be disciplined and it requires you to be consistent in how you show up every day. You need to diligently focus on positive thoughts and visualize your desires from there. It's not a passive process. So it doesn't mean that you get to wake up one day, decide this is the life you want, and then continue to mosey on the way you were operating before. When you want something, when you want to be in alignment with something, you need to change your operational system to be in alignment with it and we'll talk about this in a future episode it really is being in connection to the frequency you omit I know that sounds like a lot of woo a lot of spirituality and I promise I will break it down on a separate episode but I really want you to start playing with the idea that we are a frequency and when you vibrate at the same frequency when you're energetically moving in alignment with what you know you deserve you move different you think different you act different and you attract differently Now, the second misconception is that results materialize instantly. And this, honestly, this segment's really going to wrap up this episode because that's even what we were just talking about as well is like we have a problem with change because when we put change out into the world, we immediately think that we get the instant result. So for example, going back to what you said earlier about losing weight, just because you woke up one morning and you decided to go to the gym that one day does not mean that you are forever changed and the habit is instilled and all the weight has shed. No, you have to stay committed, understanding that it's not an instant result. Positive changes can happen really quickly. Like you'll notice your mental health get immediately better. You might notice your physical health be better. You might notice you sleep better at night. But manifesting through the law of attraction actually takes patience and persistence. It's almost like you have to prove to the universe how badly you want it as 
weird as that sounds. You need to consistently apply the techniques and and not give up. If the universe sees that you can be tested and you can go back into your old operating systems, it's a clear sign to a higher power that you're, you haven't really done the work. You've like pretended to do it. And they don't play pretend, baby boo. They do not play pretend. Now, the third thing here, I want you all to bear with me because it's going to come off very spiritual, very woo, but it's super, super, super real. The law of attraction, when you think about it, it's not magical or anything that's like supernatural. The law of attraction relies on the natural power of your thoughts and your energy. It's not supernatural. It's not this third party thing that you tap into. It is quite literally the energy and the magnetism that is given off based on the actions you are providing in the world. Your focused mental and emotional energy attracts results. It doesn't work magically without effort. So this is where, and I want you to go back to listen to the last podcast episode this is where you have to have a really good balance of your masculine and your feminine energy you have to be able to balance effort with energy and that is what we talked about that feminine to masculine balance that opposition it is what allows you to be an attraction for what you know you deserve the fourth thing makes a lot of sense positive thoughts are not enough You can't just think positively. I've said this on a podcast episode before, but I want to remind us, if you want to see change in your life, there is a system and a process you have to move through. It goes beliefs, thoughts, feelings, actions. That's what gets you to the result. You have to believe you can do it. You have to think about you doing it. You have to think that you can do it. You have to feel like you can do it. You have to do actions that are in alignment with you doing it in order to have it and let's replace it with an object again I love the puppy let's let's take the puppy situation right you have to believe you're worthy of taking care of this animal and being loved by this being then you have to think about what it feels like for you to have that puppy you have to think about what it would mean for you to have that you have to think and think with your ego here I want you to really think like what would it feel like to have that puppy then I want you to tap into feeling What are all the different emotions, the different feelings that come with having this new being in your life? Then you put in the action to to actually receive it. That's what brings you to the puppy. Thinking good thoughts is not going to do it. And that's where toxic positivity in this industry comes up the most, is that if you think it, it happens. No, there's action required. You need to take action and do the work to achieve your visions and desires. The law of attraction works best when combined with goal setting and active efforts towards your ultimate goal, for lack of, towards your ultimate goal. The fifth thing. You can control or manipulate people and events through the law of attraction. Big, big wrong. You cannot control or manipulate people or things. The only thing you've ever, always, and forever had control over is your actions, your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings. Outside of that, you have no control. The law of attraction works best when focused on your own mindset and vibration. You cannot do the work for other people. I will repeat it again. We cannot do the work for other people. Put it on a t-shirt because you are only responsible for you. You cannot control or manipulate people through the law of attraction. So for example, if you have someone in your life who you just deeply wish would do the work, you deeply wish they would change the way they think, they would change the way they move and how they act, you cannot 
like manifest for them. You cannot take on the law of attraction for them. It is their responsibility to do the work for themselves, to clear the blockages for themselves, to make themselves available for themselves. Your positive thoughts can attract positive circumstances, but not necessarily control other people's free will or make specific things happen exactly as you envision them. And something that I even say, which is a little bit controversial, is I would even in this conversation really make sure that you are dropping the need to be connected to an expectation. Anything that you want to manifest or any dream you want to call into your life, anything of that nature needs to be done understanding that it might not go exactly the way you want. It, it might not give you the exact experience you were looking for. It's going to place you exactly where you needed to be and when you release that manipulation, when you release that control, when you surrender to the experience, that's when you liberate yourself to actually live. And then the final thing that is a complete misconception here for the law of attraction is that negative affirmations attract negative results. And this is where I got hung up recently. Thinking negatively is said to attract more negatively, but occasionally expressing sadness, anger, frustration, it's not sabotaging the law of attraction when your general mindset remains positive. So let's break that down for a second. When I was experiencing some really hard lessons over the summer into the, the fall, my mental health might have been affected by what was going on, but my deep belief in myself never wavered. I still trust myself, trusted myself implicitly. I still trusted the universe implicitly. I still understood my potential. I still knew deep down my worthiness. But those negative thoughts I was having or the sadness, the grief, the anger, the frustration, all of that was a result of what other people were projecting onto me. And I'm allowed to feel those feelings without it being a resemblance of actually how I feel about myself. And I think we all need to understand that. If you're going through something right now in the relationships in your life or frustrations with your career or even with your own self, ask yourself, is this a reflection of how I truly feel on the inside? Like, is this something that I'm currently like omitting out into the world? Or did someone do something to me to make me react in a way that is, is making me experience sadness, anger, frustration? If you're experiencing those emotions, that's not getting in the way of your manifesting. That is not getting in the way of the law of attraction. That is just you learning a lesson. It's like almost like a tab being open on your computer screen. Like that's a completely different tab that you're going through. As long as you're keeping your own energetic boundaries clear that that tab isn't seeping into your general belief about yourself or your general outlook on life. And so... I hope you look at this and say, okay, like I'm using the law of attraction. I'm going to decide for myself that if I want to be the energy I desire, I'm now going to look into my belief systems. I'm going to look into the way I'm thinking about things. And I'm really going to ask myself generally, am I in alignment energetically with what I want? Am I actually omitting into the world? Am I communicating enough with the people around me? Am I a representation of how I want to receive things in my life, even if that means I'm learning really tough lessons right now? Because those lessons are not going to inflict my ability to attract what I know I deserve. Okay, hotties, we are under the hour mark. I'm so proud of us. I really thought this episode was going to be 45 minutes long. It's an hour, but you know, it's going to be fine. 
It's going to be fine. We're going to move right into our Healed Hotties hot takes. I feel like I need to get like a nice little like, like I need somebody to create some music for me. Like Healed Hotties hot takes. That was not a good song, but it's fine. Okay. So my first Healed Hottie hot take is actually something that my really good friend Rena brought to my attention and I tried out last week and it felt incredible. And that is going on more walking meditations. So my friend Rena does um, a different program for manifestation that has her go on walking meditations. These are meditations where you are mindfully actually walking and listening to an audible that's keeping you connected and like in a meditative state. And so I tried one for the very first time last week and it was really, really impactful. I felt much a lot better just like being outside. I think, like I said earlier, like it's a tundra outside. And so I think that reclusing inside has kind of made me go a little bit stir crazy in some moments. So having the opportunity to take a half hour to mindfully walk outside, to listen to what's going on around me, to smile at strangers, like hot girl walks really do make a difference. So highly recommend this week, like find an opportunity to go on a hot girl walk. And even if you don't plug in like a walking meditation, just like look around, like look at the trees, look at the grass listen to yourself take every single step listen to the sound of your breath like just allow yourself to get present with your beautiful moving body my second healed hottie hot take is please do the hard thing first please stop putting the hardest thing to do on at the bottom of your list please 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 here's why every time you do that you are taking multiple steps back and you living the life of your deepest desires The hard thing, the reason why it feels so hard is because it's forcing you to step outside of your comfort zone. And nine times out of ten, I promise that when you do that hard thing, you are going to realize that, like, it actually either A, wasn't that hard, or B, makes everything lighter in your life otherwise. When you do the hard thing, it gives yourself space to practice courage. And I don't think that we acknowledge that emotion enough in our lives. I think that we kind of look at courage and decide to, like, overlook it but I think it's one of the best qualities that you could have as a woman to be courageous enough to do the hard things so that you can step into the biggest most expansive version of yourself the last heel toddy hot take less of something that you would need to do less of something for you to integrate more of something that I want you to feel deeply in your heart it's gonna be okay I promise it's going to be okay I've spoken to so many beautiful women over the last few weeks that are just in a funk right now. And I'm no astrologer. I don't know why astrologically. Um, I don't know what's like everyone has something different going on in their personal lives. But whether it's just they're feeling energetically off finances, being overwhelmed with life, relationships in their life. Everyone's in a bit of a funk. And I just want to let you know it's okay. It's okay you're in your funk. You're going to be okay. Your current circumstances, everything that's happening, all the things that are keeping you up at night, it's all going to be transmitted soon. You are soon going to be on the other side of the funk and you're going to look back and understand why you needed to feel those feelings and what you needed to process. And it's okay. I'm virtually giving you a huge hug right now. And if you know me personally, you know I love me a good hard squeezed hug. I'm squeezing you very, very tightly. 
it's really hard to be such a baddie all the time and do all this work and show up to all the things and constantly be expanding and always passing all the tests and being the person maybe in your family or in your friend group that's constantly doing the work and just not be able to take a break and it would be really toxic of me not to remind you that it's okay to feel funky sometimes it's okay not to be on your a game sometimes it's okay to take a moment and feel your feelings even if they aren't incredibly positive and incredible. And I bet you if you felt them, you're going to understand something about yourself. You're going to understand where you're not giving yourself enough grace or maybe where you're denying self-care or love. So please know that whatever you are feeling right now, if you are feeling in a funk, if you are feeling disconnected, you will be connected soon. You just have to keep going. And even if keep keeping on means that you are you know, going to go at 30% today and not 100, that's okay. Give yourself the 30. Take a deep breath and breathe. I love all of you so deeply. Thank you all so much for being so supportive of this podcast, of sharing it with your friends. I'm so wildly grateful. And soon here, I'm going to have guests on the pod really soon. I'm going to start talking about some more intricate topics that have happened in my life, like my latest past life regression certificate and the times that I've gone through it. And I really would love to even deep dive one of the conversations I had this past weekend about spirituality and just the different lenses of it. This podcast is only going to keep getting more expansive. It's only going to keep getting more deep, more raw, more vulnerable. So thank you for being here. I love you. Go live your best life in the club, babies. Thank you all so much for listening today. I hope that you loved this episode just as much as I did. The most supportive way for podcast creators like myself to grow is by leaving a review and rating. And if you're feeling extra frisky, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Send us a screenshot at Spiritual Baddies Club on Instagram and unlock a special gift from us to you for a limited time. This has been so fun. Now it's time to go live your best baddie girl life. I love you, hottie. See you next week.